Thank you for visiting ChristopherMedia.net. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandslots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Christopher Media, let's make some noise. Welcome to Beer Nuts, a weekly excursion into the world of craft beer. Brought to you by MichiganBeerGuide.com. And now, here are the Beer Nuts. Welcome to Beer Nuts, number 132. My name is Chris. My last untapped check-in was Apple Pie with Crust from Bee Nectar. All right, well, JR here from Sierra Vista, Arizona. My last untapped check was Amarillo Single Hop IPA from Tombstone Brewing Company, a new local brewery. Greg here from Dearborn, Michigan, and my last check-in was, uh, untapped check-in was Dragon's Milk Reserve Raspberry Hibiscus, their brand new release, pretty darn tasty. Steve out in California, you there? Yeah, hi everybody, how's everybody doing today? Um... My last uh, tap check-in was from Strand Brewing. Uh, it was the 24th Street Pale Ale. Uh, very, very nice, uh, nice beer. Nice. All right, well, tonight, go ahead, Chris. Well, I was going to say, if you hear all that background noise where Steve is at, he's at Dodger Stadium. Or what is it, Chavez Ravine, you have to call it now? So it kind of goes with the theme. It's... We're we're drinking uh, today's episode is take me out to the ball game and it, it's it, it, not too specific really it's just beers you would drink at the ball game. Yeah, I took it to heart, right. so and I think to the ball game. <laughs> well, that is awesome. That certainly makes the uh, the show authentic. So let's just get right at right down into things. Uh, Steve's got a ball game to catch, but he's going to take the time to review our first beer. But before we do that, let's invite everybody to join us and. Uh, our listeners, uh, as long as you're not driving, uh, feel free to join us and uh, enjoy a beer. We're not pretentious beer snobs. We just introduce more good people to more good beer. So let's take it right up to Dodger Stadium. Out to the open. Hey, Steve, you there? Hello? Yeah. There we go. Okay, can you guys hear me? Yes, sir. All right. So, so you want me to just go ahead and go first? Yes, sir. Go right ahead. Go ahead, Steve. Okay. Sorry, guys. No, uh, no so, problem. Uh, so the beer I got, so so uh, the great thing over here at Dodge Stadium is uh, they, they really ramped up their beer selection. And so you can go to these little kiosks and uh, they have some, some good choices. So today I chose... Um, from Santa Monica Brew Works, uh, 
Beach Brood. It's a inclined IPA. It's a India Pale Ale, uh, 7.0 uh, volume. Um, the uh, ingredients they say here on the can says malts, two rows, victory, and carapils and hops are Simicol, Citra, Summit, and Eldorado. And uh, Santa Monica Brewery, they, they, they've been around for a little bit, and they have some really good good stuff. Um, this IP, I already opened it up. Um, it's really smooth. Um, it does have that uh, that great hoppy taste. Uh, you taste all those uh, um, all those hops in there. Uh, they really come out. Um, great flavor all the way through. Um, it's in the can, so I really can't give you a a, a exact description on the uh, uh, color of it, but. Uh, Drinks nice. Um, I know it's going to go great with a uh, Dodge Dog and hopefully a Dodge Victory today. Well, hey, Giants. Uh, Probably with pencil that one in. So glad to hear. Uh, I know that this is a theme occurring around the major leagues. Uh, more good craft beer selections. So tell us kind of maybe what other options there might be out there at Dodger Stadium, Steve. Well, they uh, so they. They do, like, Height is, is one of their sponsors, and then, of course, they do all the uh, wide range of, uh, um, of local Mexican beer, uh, Estrella, and, uh, and they do all the Bud Lights and stuff like that. But uh, they got, like, uh, Angel City in the can. They have, uh, uh, I saw a Legion on there. Um, they've done, like, a Fireman's uh, Brew and, uh, um, yeah, a bunch of different stuff. And of course, you know, all your beers, they do a lot of Japanese beer also. No. I think we lost right. them. That's true. We lost them. Still there? Uh-oh. Okay. Slash. Well, there's probably a very limited bandwidth out there at the stadium, although I'm hearing a little crowd noise now and then. So anyway, uh, thanks for joining us from Dodger Stadium, Steve. Enjoy the game tonight. Uh, not sure I'll be rooting for the Dodgers. I'm a Phillies fan. I guess I'll be neutral for that game, but uh, certainly great to have somebody at a major league ballpark for our show. But we're going to move a little bit further east now into Arizona, southern Arizona, and I'm going to, you know, I didn't really, couldn't find anything that the name matched up with baseball, but I thought, you know, we're in a hot, dry climate here. I wanted something light, an easy drinker, and this is something I never tried, and it looked interesting. So it's called Santan Mr. Pineapple. Pineapple wheat beer with natural pineapple juice added. A stylish wheat with a tropical personality infused with fresh pineapple juice from Fair Trade Costa Rican Farms. Takes traditional wheat beer and adds some seriously cool characters. So let's pop this open. I believe Santan is from Chandler, Arizona, just outside of Phoenix. So I'm going to open up... Uh, they actually had this in uh, six packs of 12-ounce can, but they also had a 24-ounce single serve. Since I didn't want to buy a whole bunch of beer, I took the big can. So uh, I think you can, uh, I got this at the local chain grocery store. So I'm pouring this, and it's a, had a really nice, healthy two-finger head, foam white. Um, you can see some bubbles coming out of this. Uh, it's a little bit hazy. Almost looks like a, like it could be a New England IPA, maybe a little clearer than that, somewhere between hazy and clear, but 
Uh, nice yellow golden color. Uh, on the aroma, I'm just getting, uh, not really getting the pineapple out of it. Just have some uh, uh, malt and grain. So let's take a sip here. Yeah, it's a, it's a very, uh, very easy drinker. Uh, I'm definitely tasting the pineapple juice, but it's not overwhelming. It's more of a, a highlight than a, uh, a feature. So it's a, you know, a very nice light wheat beer, perfect for this, uh, this uh, baseball weather for a nice hot day. Uh, easy drinker, nice flavor, nice fruity flavor. Uh, not uh, these wheat, you know, lighter wheat beers. I think those of you that listen to the show know that they're probably not our, our, our favorite styles, but there's a place for these when the weather's hot and, and you're outdoors. And they're also typically not that strong. This is a 5% even. So that's a nice uh, lighter, you know, not a real strong beverage for being at the game. So, uh, yeah, this would be a great a great thing, Mr. Pineapple, uh, Santan Brewing Company in Chandler. Uh, I would definitely drink this at a ball game. Can't imagine that any of you have seen or heard of this, but uh, it could be an easy summer drinker. And a 24 ounce can here is pretty good value. I got they were two for six bucks at the store it's for a big can. So that's what we got to kick it off here in Arizona. So I doubt anybody has any comments on this. Uh, I don't think anyone ever had a, a a beer infused with pineapple juice. That's kind of different. No, I, I would I, like to. I, I enjoy yeah. pineapple juice. Yeah, uh, Jr. I've heard of Santan and I've heard of pineapple wheat, but I've I've yet to try it. And uh, yeah, it sounds refreshing. Certainly on uh, you know, especially up here uh, when we're starting to break from winter and in, into spring and summer and. It certainly sounds like something we'd love to just sip on while we're watching a ball game, and um, certainly jealous of you. Well, I did. Uh, I, I, you did have my sympathies the other day when I saw it snowed about a couple days ago up back in Michigan. Ah. <laughs> yeah, it was. It was like sixty on Saturday, and then Sunday morning we wake up to a dusting of snow. Yeah, well, you get yeah. four seasons in two days in Michigan sometimes, and yeah. Uh, I also wanted to just say. Uh, Unfortunately, uh, uh, Uncle Pete uh, wasn't able to join us tonight, but I wanted to thank him because he boxed up a, a box of Old Nation beers uh, and even threw a couple, K, uh, a couple of this year's KBS in for me. So that arrived a couple days ago on my doorstep out here in Arizona. So I was very happy to share with my brother-in-law uh, his first 743, which he thoroughly enjoyed. A couple Boss Swedes in there. I enjoyed one last night and... Sent me two four packs of the new uh, the Brood IPA from Old Nation, the Woodshed, and I enjoyed one of those too. So thank you, Uncle Pete, for yeah. sending me some Michigan beers, and I promise a care package coming back to Michigan for you guys. Maybe I'll toss a couple of these Mister Pineapples in so you can get to try them. So, uh, with with the addition of Steve and then you moving out west, it's been good to hear like all of these like West Coast uh, breweries. You know, a lot, we've had a lot of beers on the show that we normally wouldn't have. Yeah. So I think that's been kind of oh, cool. Oh, yeah. I agree. Well, we got, we got uh, Lieutenant Dang from Missouri. You know, uh, once in a while, he's on. He brings us some Heartland beers that we might not. And, uh, of course, Ross from North Carolina. So it's really good that we have people from all over the country now. And, you know, we even had what uh, our guy from the Patriots on from New England. And we have, occasionally have Eric from Seattle. So yeah, we're we're going national. We're we're nationwide. Isn't that a ZZ Top song? Yeah, we're bad and we are nationwide. 
We'll go with it. Uh, we are uh, looking for other topics for other episodes. So, listeners, you know, give us a hashtag uh, beer nuts uh, and give us send us your uh, message us. Let us know what you want to hear, and and we'll come through for you. So, uh, that being said, I think we're going. Easter East now, I think, to Des Moines, Iowa for Chris. Always an adventure. We never know where Chris is going to be. No, right? Uh, well, this it, I went with the theme, and I picked a beer. I mean, it, baseball-themed beers, few and far between. So I picked a beer that, when I read the can, I was like, I would like to be sitting in a ballpark in the sun drinking this beer. beer. And it's from, it, it is a collaboration uh, from Evil Twin Brewing, who's out of Boston, and a brewery out of Sweden called Omnipalo. It's called Rainbownade. It is an India pale ale with grapefruit, passion fruit, mango, raspberry, and blueberry added. Uh, reading from the can, it says, a refreshing drink often associated with childhood nostalgia to others, a pop culture symbol of female emancipation. Okay. Whatever the association, we teamed up with two Swedes, Hanok and Carl of Omnipalo to squeeze out a tasty, tempting, and deceivingly well-balanced IPA with sweet and sour notes of old-fashioned memories. I, I got to tell you, I've been restraining myself from drinking this for the last 10 minutes because I took one sip of this. I could, I could down this beer. This is probably one of the most delicious IPAs I've ever had. Um, the color, it's a nice amber. Uh, uh, we're, we're somewhere between dark gold and amber. Um, not exactly West Coast. You can't see through it, but I wouldn't say it's as hazy as an East Coast. It looks like kind of just your traditional IPA. Uh, nice, thick, foamy head. You know, lacing sticking to the glass. You smell it, and you're getting you're getting the grapefruit. You're getting some hops. You're getting the passion fruit. A little bit of mango. Now I'm gonna take a sip. A nice crisp mouthfeel. And oh man, and you swap. You swallow this. I mean, you're getting. I mean, I'm, again, just like the 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 nose. I'm hitting the grapefruit, the passion fruit, the mango, and I think in the, the raspberry and the blueberry come in right at the end, so it's not too tart. Like it smooths it out. And oh man, this was a good call. I'm gonna, sometimes I'm I'm pleased I only have one can of beer, and sometimes I'm pleased I or I'm not pleased I only have one can of beer. Tonight would be those nights, man. I. I I might snag a few cans of this and take this back home. This is really good. Uh, so if you if you see this anywhere, Rainbow Nade from Evil Twin Brewing, uh, check it out. I mean, this is if you like IPAs, this is delicious. If any of you guys ever had this? Can't say I have. I mean, this is like. I mean, when I tasted this, my initial impression was just wow. Like this is this is dynamite. This is excellent, and it's seven percent. So you know, sounds like, great, and. Uh, Evil Twin is uh, available nationwide, so um, fortunately, it's not like a local Iowa thing that we're never going to see. So we could—I'll be looking for this, Chris. That's a great review. And when it, when you first said it, I'm like, man, there's a whole lot going on there. But the way you described it, yeah, uh, and that's the first thing I thought too. Was like, man, this is either going to be great or a train wreck with all the stuff that was in it, and, <laughs> and it's delicious. Well, I could tell by your excitement that it was not anything but a train wreck. So. I'll uh, certainly keep my eyes out for it in the beer stores down here. Uh, Evil Twin should be available. So, uh, no, great. Uh, that does sound like a good beer for the ball game. I will mention before I turn it over to, to Greg, uh, I, I saw a cucumber sour that I almost picked up. And it was called, I think, Crusher or something. 
I was like, well, you know, he crushed the ball, baseball, that might fit in. And then I'm like, there's probably no ballpark in America that's serving a cucumber sour at the ballpark, so I'll pass on that. But you know what? It might have been pretty good. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Lucky Land Casino. Asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. ChristopherMedia.net ChristopherMedia.net All right, well, let's pass it over to, let's get back to Michigan, uh, uh, Greg is gloating with his uh, Michigan State Spartan shirt. Congratulations on making the Final Four. Damn right. Uh, I, I'm sure you're happy about that and probably even, even just as happy that Michigan's not there with you. But <laughs> Also damn right. <laughs> a, a, a double yes on that one, but uh, thank you, JR. Uh, so, so my beer uh, tonight was from Mitten Brewing Company. This is their Peanuts and Cracker Jack. As anybody that have sung the seventh inning stretch uh, songs have uh, can relate to this song. It's uh, um, this is a porter <clears throat> from them. Um, let me pull it up here real quick. Uh, this is a porter with uh, Peter uh, peanuts and cracker jack. And, and let me tell you, from the very first time that I, I cracked this thing, it smells like creamy, creamy peanuts. It is just. It's overwhelming my environment right now. So it, it, it pours dark as can be. I can't see a single thing through it. Um, nice lacing in it. It, it comes in at an even uh, 5.9%. So it's a very even drinker. Um, I mean, perfect for a ball game. So let me get it. Uh, my first taste of it here. Uh, I mean, it, I mean, it's just it's it continues to be. Creamy peanuts, uh, a dark chocolatey roast uh, component to it. I mean, coats the mouth very well. Super easy drinking. Um, you know, for for the Tigers opening day tomorrow. You know, we, we're 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 recording on a Wednesday, and tomorrow's the uh, opening day for the Tigers home opener. But this would be a killer sitting in the stands, sitting there watching our Tigers. Clobber the Royals to victory, um, but this thing is drinking fantastic. Man, uh, I'm glad I picked up a bunch of these and uh, would definitely be uh, drinking, uh, you know, uh, you know, much aligned to victory here, or you know, much aligned to uh, enjoying this for uh, any any enjoyment whatsoever. But uh, man, this is fantastic. I, I I'm sorry this is not available. Uh, you know, nationwide, but at least for us in here in Michigan, this is, uh, it, it certainly is uh, vindictive for baseball season opening. And uh, yeah, 
I'm glad they released this. I, I, you know, I, in terms of around the state, you know, a few other places I've seen, or at least one other place in, in particular, uh, uh, Sherwood Brewing Company out of, uh, I believe they're Utica, Michigan, were also opening or offering a peanut and Cracker Jack, I believe it was an ale, so it wasn't as, you know, dark as this porter, but they were also offering as well, but I mean, at least people are getting on the bandwagon for opening day and baseball season. So, um, and I've had that one as as well, and it's fantastic. And so, cheers to opening opening day and baseball season and warm weather. And uh, cheers to everybody enjoying baseball right now. Cheers. I saw. Uh, so, yeah, I was making fun of you guys a little bit for having some snow this week when I'm down here basking in the Arizona sun. But I did see uh, an email saying this was the beer of the week for one of my favorite beer stores back in Michigan, Discount Drinks. And I posted it to the Beer Nuts production team site where we kind of communicate about our episodes. And I begged somebody to get this. I remember seeing it last year. And as most of you know, regular listeners and other Beer Nuts know, I usually despise any beer that has peanuts or peanut butter in it. So... I was always hesitant to try this, but um, it sounds like you're really enjoying it, and maybe this is one I should probably keep an open mind on and try sometime, but um, yeah, perfect for the episode. So we started off with a, a nice IPA from Dodger Stadium, um, great beer, uh, this pine- Mr. Pineapple was pretty good, uh, and we had uh, Chris with the uh, Rainbow Aid, was it? Yes. From Eastwood, and uh, so... I guess I uh, I kind of struggled with what to buy for this episode. Uh, you know, one of the things that technically is considered a craft beer that, um, as a Philadelphia Phillies fan, I would always enjoy. Uh, some people probably not consider it much of a craft beer, but it's Yangling Lager, Yangling traditional lager, which does not have distribution west of the Mississippi or in Michigan. But being a Pennsylvania. Boy, I grew up with uh, Yangling was one, within an hour of my house, the brewery. So that's another option that a lot of baseball stadiums have. That uh, Yeah, it's a lager, but it's not a yellow fizzy lager. It's actually got some color and some flavor. Um, um, so, But it is technically a member of the Brewers Association. It's still considered craft, so that's good. And I actually tend to like it on occasion when I am able to get it. Uh, let's think of some other ones. One, one I sought out out here was a all-day IPA from Founders, another winner, because you know, when you're at the game, you want to be able to have a few beers, and a lot of times you might have to still drive home, or you know you don't want to drink a 10 percenter in, in, in the heat. So uh, I, I actually was trying to find a, a single can, because I know they make those stovepipe 19.2-ounce cans. A lot of single cans, uh, that's a great uh, option, but uh, all I could find was a 15-pack. I really didn't want to buy 15 all-day IPAs just, review for this episode but so there's just a couple off the top of my head i know gosh when i was in a uh, uh comerica park for a tigers game last year and uh, i always get my seats by the right field foul pole because there's a really nice michigan craft beer stand out there and actually i think on certain days they had a firkin was it friday firkin um and they would have like a special firkin one time i was there and they had like some dragon's milk variant in the firkin and it was fantastic, you know, to be able to get that. So most ballparks, sometimes you have to seek out the good craft beers in, in a sea of uh, mass-produced 
and now we have the faux crafts from you know Miller Coors and and AB InBev, uh, you know, the faux crafts of the world, your shop top, um, which some of those arguably may be flavorful and suitable for a ball game, but you know, we're looking for a little bit more and we like to support our independent craft brewers. And I'm pretty sure that if you seek out in every stadium, you'll find uh, a good spot. And I, I know in uh, Comerica, there's also another spot, I think behind home plate, there's like a bar there that you can find some really good beers, but you have to go into the bar and then back out. And I know in little Caesars arena, I've been there and I've been able to find M43, but it's only in one outlet. And it's like, of course, every time I go, it's like, halfway around the arena from where I'm seated who gets uh, Murphy's Law. But I don't know, anybody else have any comments on, you know, beers they've had at sporting events or games? Well, well, JR, just a, a continuation of what you've been saying, that here at Comerica Park, or Little Caesar Arena, um, you know, Bell's Oberon seems to be released at the, the right time when spring training is just getting started or you're, you're halfway through. And, and throughout the summer, it's a it's, I mean, to me, it's one of the most, you know, perfect beers to be sipping on while enjoying a baseball game. Uh, or Old Nation M43, that's another one you can see quite a bit at Comerica Park. Um, and, uh, you know, uh, Founders, you know, All Day IPA, like you said, too, is, I mean, you know, fantastic offering. And I know uh, Comerica Park has offered uh, a lot of uh, local um, you know, breweries like Atwater, um, and, uh, um, you know, maybe some, uh, I'm drawing a blank here. Uh, what's the one in Midtown? Um, uh, uh Griffin Claw out there too. Griffin Claw. And then there's Norm's one Raggedy Ass Yep. I'm drawing a blank, but there's one right in Midtown Detroit. Detroit, and, Detroit with Cerveza Del Rey. Uh, that, that that could probably be offering, but I'm thinking more like Ghetto Blaster. What's that one? Oh yeah, um, um, Detroit Brewing. Oh, Motor uh, Motor City Motor Brewing City Works. Brewing. Thank you. Motor City Brew Works. That's it. So it, it, at least they've adapted in the last few years to offer more local, um, you know, offerings. And 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 for a consumer like myself that are, that go to games a few times a year. That's a great, uh, great uh, selection to choose from. So I definitely would be, uh, um, you know, grabbing those more than uh, anything else. So, yeah, I mean, I can remember, you know, 10, 20 years ago, you'd go to a game and it would be, you know, Bud Miller Coors, and that's it. That's so it. it's great to have these other options because uh, I'd probably just be having a Diet Coke that was down to those uh, fizzy yellows. But, uh, but you know, Say what you will, those beers are actually pretty good on a, a hot day, too, for some people. Um, anyway, so speaking of that, uh, I got one more beer. Uh, I wanted to, I didn't know how many people we'd have in the episode, so I went out and got uh, a local beer. This is a local beer from Tucson, Arizona, right up the road from me. Uh, it's from Dragoon Brewing Company. And it's called Santa Cruiser Golden Ale. So I don't know much about it. I've never had it. I just kind of picked it out. I'm like a golden ale, nice, easy drinker. Not something we would normally be pouring, uh, but this is a perfect opportunity. So I'm pouring this out, and if I'm first glass, you would think it was a Bud Light. Um, it's just like a real nice, light, straw-colored uh, golden. Nice, uh, 
nice, healthy, one-finger head, tons of bubbles, very well carbonated. And same thing on the nose, uh, just, again, you just get a little bit of grains. It's not, it doesn't have much of a bouquet or, at all, um, not, not a real hoppy style of beer. So this is uh, right away striking me as a great gateway beer because it's probably uh, similar to a lager, but it is an ale. It's a golden ale, so let's take a sip. Oh, and I'm, I'm impressed. Uh, I didn't expect uh, nearly this much flavor. Um, it's got a little bit of hoppiness to it. You know, it's kind of like in between uh, a standard IPA and just a, uh, a yellow lager. It's got you know, a light amount of hops in it. Not as much as a you know a hopped up IPA, but uh, enough there to make it a little bit more interesting than uh, most golden ales. So pretty impressed. Take another sip of this, and this is a I would categorize this as crushable, but with a, a pretty nice flavor. I'm going to even pour some more out. So I wasn't sure what to expect, but uh, I'm pouring more in my glass. That's a good sign. Always. Uh, let's see if I can find something here. Read Santa Cruiser is a real pale. Refreshing golden ale brewed with bright citrusy hops and lightly breaded, lightly bready malts. It falls a bit outside of defined styles, lighter than a pale ale, but hoppier than a blonde. Either way, with its low ABV and crisp finish, Santa Cruiser makes for a bright and flavorful session beer. Pairs well with breakfast burritos, bike rides, and spring breeze. There you have it. It's four four point nine percent alcohol. I can so, be all over that breakfast burrito. That's for sure. Yeah. Yeah. You know what? Uh, so it, it kind of the description kind of met what I tasted, and I hadn't read that before. So yeah, it's, uh, and you're going to find a lot of session ales out there now um, that are lower in ABV but still have a decent flavor, um, and that's that's a, a, a lot of great sellers in the industry now. Are these session beers like uh, All Day IPA is Founders' number one selling beer. So there's a market for these. People are more active. People don't want to uh, consume a lot of alcohol if they have to drive. And this is a nice, easy crusher, you know, crushable beer here that I'm really enjoying. So uh, kind of a dark horse. I wasn't expecting much out of this. It exceeded my expectations. So well done, Dragoon, Tucson, and Santa Cruz or Golden Ale. I've had their IPA at the Roadrunners hockey game, and that was really good, too. So this is a brewery that uh, I'm going to take note of. Ready to go hockey, hockey in the desert? What gives? Hockey in the desert. We have the Tucson Roadrunners. They're the AHL affiliate of the Phoenix Coyotes. Wow. So, uh, where we are in southern Arizona, Tucson is the closest big city, so I'll be uh, amazingly, uh, they don't have AAA baseball here. They did for a long time, and uh, there's an independent league team here, but uh, uh, no AAA um, or AA franchise. So, well, that's crazy. Hopefully, uh, they'll get that fixed. So there we have it. You know, uh, yeah, I just went for some light, easy drinkers. Uh, I'm always thinking, you know, the game's nine innings. You don't want to, uh, you know, have a ten percenter in the first inning, and you know, yeah. Gone by the I do remember going to a Lions game. I, I will preface this, but it was a Lions-Eagles game, and a friend got us tickets from the Lions, and I was told I could, I could have a free ticket if I promised not to wear my Eagles stuff. So I reluctantly did that, and then uh, the group I was with, and again, I was not driving, we started uh, Norm's Raggedy Ass was available, and we were getting 
two at a time, and we went up. <laughs> By the end of the game, uh, <laughs> Dave was lost at the last minute. Uh, we had the game in hand, and uh, our running back fumbled like with a minute left. I don't know if you remember that game. <laughs> Brian Matthews, I think, was the running back. And he fumbled with like a minute left, and all they had to do was run out the clock, and then the, the Lions ended up winning. But uh, everybody was feeling no pain on the ride home from that one. <laughs> but that's an example. You know, I'd have rather been drinking something like this where I could have had that many beers. And uh, there was uh, some. And fortunately, it wasn't me, but there was another another guy in our party that was extremely inebriated, and there was other stories that came from that day which will remain anonymous. We're <laughs> surprised when you go to the game. You know, think about that. Especially anybody getting behind the wheels should not be drinking at all. Or maybe have one. Morris uh, can get on top of you, man. It's what I drink on the golf course. You have like three or four tall boys of those. You're feeling no pain. Oh yeah. So you know, session beers are the way to go when you're out out in public at a sporting event. Yeah, I'd rather have three or four of those than just one or two of something strong. Um. And we'll save the uh, those strong ones for the podcast where we're safe at home for the night and can wallow in the lazy boy chair after the podcast. Amen. Amen. So interesting. I went back to the, uh, I have a glass of each here, and I went back to the pineapple. And after having this one, it almost cleansed my palate again. And then I got um, some really nice pineapple flavor, maybe a little banana, like a little, like a yeast, like a clove, banana clove in the yeast from the wheat which makes sense. It's a wheat beer. So by uh, going from one to the other, I, uh, this pot, Mr. Pineapple is tasting even better now. So, all right. Well, uh, that about does it for our take me out to the ball game. And we had our peanuts and Cracker Jacks. Uh, I don't care if I never go back. Uh, <laughs> Dodgers tonight. Out in Dodgers Stadium. It was great having him with us from the ballpark. I know at uh, some point here in the next month or so, I'll be Probably hitting a, a Arizona Diamondbacks game. Nice. Although I watch my Phillies religiously because that's my team, but you know, it's always a you know, root, root, root for the home team, as the song says. And I'm sure uh, you guys be hitting some Tigers games. Yeah. Uh, see, I, with where I work, I have the opportunity to, but uh, it's it's going to be a long season. We'll be there. Ron Gardenhire already made a joke last week about. He's going to start drinking heavily if the the offense is going to be the same all year. Amen. Yeah. <laughs> when the, well, when the well, manager's making those comments, it's going to be a long hey, year. Hey, hey, there's always the Toledo Mud Hens or uh, what's the one up in Oakland County or Macomb County there? Uh, oh, yeah. Who are, they play at the Jimmy John's Field. Jimmy John's Field, right? Yeah, that's right. a Utica. Yeah, Utica. Yeah, yeah. So we can go yeah, see some cheap games. You know, that's a great point. You know, for those of you that don't live they were major league city or, you know, you have a smaller, uh, yeah, I, we loved going to those Mudheads games in Toledo. Yeah. Um, you know, fraction of the cost, they used to have 32 ounce yangling, uh, yangling there. And it, they actually had even yangling Porter and half and half, like they had a whole yangling stand with all the different yanglings because Ohio gets yangling. So I remember it was like eight bucks for a quart of beer there. <laughs> so you probably don't want to be the driver though, if you're having those. Yeah. Yeah, it was a great, uh, you know, there's a unmistakable marriage between baseball and beer. They go hand in hand. So uh, it's kind of cool uh, uh, doing this episode with baseball and beer. Yeah, absolutely. 
I think we're going to ramp it up on the next episode. Uh, Doug out suggested a booze bombs episode. We kind of locate it this time uh, to look for some stronger beers the next time out. So start raiding those cellars, guys, and stuff those barrel aged goodness. Yeah. <laughs> Hopefully, maybe we can find a gin barrel aged something or other. I love a gin barrel aged beer, but they're hard to find. Well, gin's, right, gin's becoming a thing again. So maybe, maybe yeah. the next year or so, we'll we'll see some gin barrel aged beers. Well, I'm I'm always on the lookout for them. All right. Well, tequila barrel aged too. Yeah. <laughs> well, All I guess right. this is the part where I remind everybody to show us what you're drinking on Twitter at Beer Nuts Podcast on Instagram at Beer Nuts Podcast. Uh, you can always email us Beer Nuts Podcast at ChristopherMeady.net. Uh, check us out every weekend, and yeah, we're at Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, ChristopherMeady.net. Hey. New you listeners every week. We see you. Uh, you know, if you and if you're an old listener or new listener, tell your friends. That's how podcasts grow. You know, it, it's it's still a growing medium, and word of mouth is still the best advertising. So if you're enjoying the show, tell a friend. Hey, yeah, maybe one day we'll have win this class again, huh? Yeah, we have to get. Well, the, the graphics guy quit six months ago, so <laughs> yeah, I, we have to. Yeah, we'll have to, yeah. We'll have to figure it out. All right. Well, hey, I just wanted to say uh, after all those social medias. Uh, I want to really ramp up our Instagram game, so I'm going to start. Uh, I'm going to start putting more pictures on Instagram. So start there. If you're confused by all the ones Chris mentioned, let's just stick with Instagram for this week. Yeah. So let's get some Instagram pictures of beers that you'd like us to review on the show, and we'll reciprocate by sending you pictures of the ones that that I just sent you. Deal. Deal. Yeah. All right. Well, until next time. As they say in old Mexico, did he? A-A-M-F. ChristopherMedia.net. ChristopherMedia.net. If you like this show, please tell a friend. Please make sure to rate and comment on all your favorite Christopher Media shows. Please follow us on Twitter and like and share us on Facebook. You can subscribe to all ChristopherMedia.net shows for free on ChristopherMedia.net. Thank you for listening, and thank you for visiting ChristopherMedia.net. Thank you for visiting ChristopherMedia.net.